Hello, and welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my newly engaged co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you feeling? Hey, hey, uh, doing well. Never thought this day would come, but here we are. You get to be kissed soon. I get to kiss <laughs> soon. I mean, there are zero <laughs> plans for a wedding at this point. Which is actually, okay, I don't want to start this off with like a rant, (laughs) but when people ask you when you newly get engaged, if you have a date in mind, Mm -hmm. is bullshit. How am I possibly supposed to have a date in mind? I think it's, having been someone who went through this semi-recently, I would say that like, People just expect that you've been planning this for like 20 years and that you have every single detail like fleshed out, which is completely Uh unreal. The best – you know what the best thing to say to someone who's newly engaged is congratulations and that's it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean at one point in my life, I had a Monica Geller binder of wedding planning, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but those days are long gone and I think I showed you a couple of images from – my Monica Geller yes. binder and uh they <laughs> that I made when I was like 22 and they are it's not it's not it sis I know you did and you showed me some like dresses you had picked out and I was like I'm very happy that you're getting married like now versus back then <laughs> because I feel like yeah. you have much better taste than you probably I mean yeah. to be fair all of us have shitty taste when we're that young so yeah yeah fine. absolutely so yeah it's all very exciting um we are like doing real well. It was a really good weekend on uh, a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the funny. So this is the funniest part is that like I like we knew you, you knew you were going to have a ring like mm-hmm. like with the with the way it happened. You knew there was going to be a ring. Yeah. And I kept asking you like, hey, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> is the ring there? You know what's going on? Just checking in because you were really stressed about it. And it's so funny. It got lost, guys. It like (laughs) she went on an excursion and like she went to she like went to Massachusetts at twice in between coming back to Jersey, where I'm from. Like she was in transit for like multiple days. Like we don't know where she went, but she did not make a linear path to my home. That's for sure. Yeah, and the funny part was is then, like, I ruined the, like, whatever you had – apparently – see, I deserve an elaborate surprise for finding out Sarah's <laughs> engaged. She was she was supposedly planning something. She was going to tell me on the podcast. I apparently ruined it because I kept asking, hey, yeah. where's the ring? How's that yeah. going? <laughs> Very inquisitive, and I can't lie to you. Like, I no. could have been like, oh, it it got here, but like Drew swept it away right away. Or you, you oh, could have told me anything, and I would have believed you if you had said, "Like, yeah. oh, it arrived just fine." Like Drew took it. I don't really yeah. know what the plan is yet. Like I would have totally yeah. believed that anyway. I know, but like I like just let you. Well, I kept ignoring you. <laughs> When yes. you ask. I asked yeah. like three or four times and like it was one of those things where when I like text people I generally won't just send like one message anyway I usually send a couple so like it was kind of easy for you to then like sidestep that question yeah. and just like yeah. go off on whatever else we were talking about yeah that's called an SJ special <laughs> I do that a lot <laughs> in my everyday conversations if you send me like two messages and I don't want to like respond to one of them I like totally like sidestep it yeah. and ignore it and just like and then I purposely start like I I I know I sent you a thread that was like 
because I am one of those psychopaths that don't text in sentences. I text in like 10 different lines. Yeah. Like I don't do like paragraphs, you know? Yeah, you just keep sending. I just keep done. sending like lines. Mm-hmm. So then like my responses were always like 10 lines that you would have to. So yeah, I, I wanted it an elaborate plan, but you ruined it. It's okay. I know. That's okay. I was mm-hmm. very excited. I was like, couldn't contain myself. I was yeah. very, very excited for you guys. So yeah. happy for your future and whatever shape that takes with COVID and the wedding and everything mm-hmm. coming up. But you know what? If there was a time to get engaged, now is the time because it looks like we're heading in the right direction with all of this stuff. So I mean, hopefully, hopefully. But so yeah, I um I have like a different story that I wanted to tell you about leading up to getting engaged, but it's such a weird story that um I don't know if like we have time for this. This might be ridiculous. I mean, what else are we doing? Nothing. So, okay. So I, okay. So long story short, like we were tracking the ring Mm -hmm. and it was finally out for delivery, yada, yada, yada. So like Drew and I like went to Panera for lunch and it was, we got there. And the only reason why I wanted to go to Panera was to get a bread bowl. Like I really, really, really wanted a bread bowl. What's the soup? What's the soup that you get? I was going to get a broccoli cheddar soup. Yes. That is yeah, also my jam. Yes. Which yes. I know like a lot of people know that I'm not a fan of sourdough, but there's just something about like the bread bowl that like really hits the spot. It's the lid. It's the lid of the bread bowl. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best part. Oh, yeah. So we go there. We're waiting a while. And then finally our order is ready. And um, the woman hands it off to me and says um, – your order is ready. I just have to wait for the what I hear. She says, uh, "Red Bull." And I was like, "Red Bull." I don't. I was like, "Why would I order a Red Bull?" Like, I don't like Red Bull. And I like turned to Drew, and Drew's like, "No, like you ordered it. Like I saw you ordered it." I'm like, "That is so weird." So then I was like, I said to the girl, I was like do you want it? And um, I was like, I don't like it. I don't know why I would order that. And she was just like, no, like, that's okay. I'm gluten free. And I was like, okay. Because <laughs> You're thinking like there's gluten. Because beer has gluten. Yeah. You know, so I thought maybe Red Bull has gluten. So then I changed, like, I turned to the other girl. I'm like, do you want the Red Bull? And she was like, and the girl, the first girl was like, no, she's fine. She works here. So like, they like exchanged the soup for a bigger soup. And then I go outside and Drew shows me the receipt and he goes, look, see, you ordered it. And it the whole time they were saying bread bowl. And you mis- misunderstood? I, that misunder- I misheard it because of the mask and because of I kept oh, hearing bread no. bowl. Yeah. So uh, so it's so, <laughs> so stupid because I was like pawning off a bread bowl can you imagine a person who who all they want is bread bowl with like no soup in it like do you want a bread bowl it's like no thanks i'm good (laughs) no like yeah like i was like no do you want like a bread bowl like a single little a singular bread bowl to like panera employees so embarrassing and like i was so upset because i get into the car and i realized that the whole reason why i was there is because it was the bread bowl and i didn't even get the bread i was so pissed off 
So then we go home and the ring is sitting on the doorstep and then like yada, 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 other stuff happened. I told you about that. It's crazy uh, that they didn't make you sign for it. I well, Okay. I can't get into this because this is a public platform. No, we've, we've talked about this, but it's still, it's still insane to me that you didn't so have to. Now my engagement is always going to be entangled in the Red Bull, Red Bull story. I mean, it's not the worst story. You don't think it's as funny as it is. I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. I mean. Doesn't it sound the same? Yes. Yes. Especially like I didn't realize until you said like, oh, we were wearing masks. Like that makes a lot more sense. Like like, when you have a mask on your face, you can hardly understand people. Yeah. Okay. So like Drew is like, they don't sell Red Bull at Panera. And I was like, how how would you know that? How would I know? Maybe they do now. So yeah. that's the tea, sis. That's the story. <laughs> it's so stupid. All right. So, I appreciated it. Thank you. Do you want to get on to the episode? Everyone probably skipped ahead like four minutes. No, they want to hear the human interest stories. I don't think anybody okay. skips our banter. Our banter is fantastic and hilarious. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. All right. If you say so, then I believe yeah. you. I do say so. Everybody wants the tea on engagements. People love engagements. They yeah. love happy stories. They love love. They do. People love love, especially now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you had said that we had feedback, right? From yeah. last episode. You can yeah, that first. So oh, wait, why? no, we did you get into our drinks first? Today. Our 90s nightcap. Our 90s nightcap. Okay, so today I'm drinking a barefoot pink Moscato. It's delicious. I'm drinking it out of a glass that we got as a wedding gift from our uh, friend Greg. Thank you, Greg, if you're listening. It has like the Survivor logo and it says Afferty Tribe, which is my husband's last name. So that's 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 cute. It's really cute. Um, Today, I am back to the simpler brand wines, the Italian Frizzate, Frizzante. From Trader Joe's, but instead of peach this time, I'm having – I tried the mango. Ooh, how is that? It's better than the peach, and I'm a real peach bee. See, I'm not a big peach person. I don't know why. I like peaches, but, like, yeah. peach-flavored things aren't my favorite. Yeah. Peach-flavored yeah. things are always my favorite, but this mango is, like, really good. Mm. So mm. I suggest it. I enjoy it. Yeah, from um, TJ's. From TJ's, not bougie TJ's. (laughs) Bougie TJ's. Okay, so we got an email, um, which I was so excited about. I love when we get emails. And the subject of this email feedback is uh, graduation date of Corey and friends. Um, And this is from our um, Nathan. So Nathan writes, I'm a few weeks behind, uh, but I want to send feedback about the graduation preview of Corey and friends. Mm-hmm. So this was um, class pre-union, which was yes. episode nine. Yes. So um, he writes, the episode says that they're the class of 2000, which we discussed, which mm-hmm. based on the air date would have been accurate. So, yeah, we did that math. Um, Mm -hmm. But they actually graduated in 1998. So somewhere along the line, they skipped two grades. That's always bugged me for some reason. But I guess you'll get there in a few That is annoying. That's very annoying. This is uh, really a case for detective babysitters. Yeah, (laughs) Detective Um, babysitters on the – what is it? Detective babysitters club. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So this is a huge controversy within the Boy Meets World community. Um, this is a humongous continuity error, actually. Yeah. So, um, so as we know, in 1993, they're in the sixth grade. They talk about it all the freaking time that right. they're in the sixth grade. So that is canon. You can trust that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the seventh grade, so a year later, so season two, mm-hmm. they start seventh grade, but they claim that they're high schoolers, which makes no sense because high school starts in ninth, at uh, ninth grade. Well, I think yeah. is that they're junior high schools, which we they probably are. Yeah. So we've discussed that. So like n- when I was in junior high, because I wasn't in middle school, I was in June. They called it junior high and it was a school that was shared with the high schoolers. Like we never called ourselves high schoolers, but no. maybe like that's what they meant. But this is where it gets dicey. So in season four, then they say they are referred to as. 11th graders at one point so we skip so shit happens in season three and then i wonder if it's i'm just gonna say i wonder if it's because like they started to look older and so then they're like well let's just boost them through a couple yeah um i think that maybe season two is seventh eighth and season three is eighth ninth and then season four is 10th 11th which mm. means season five is 12th grade which 10th um which we know is true and then season six they started college so i think if i had to hypothesize that is they start like maybe it's not like really like a i don't know we'll get there eventually nathan's right like we're not quite there yet and we can track this but mm-hmm. it's a huge continuity continuity issue the hum like the whole boy meets world tribe knows about this it's an issue mm-hmm. um i don't have an explanation i think you're right like they were just probably starting to look a little bit older yeah and they had to well and i wonder to- too if like they were kind of wanting to get into the like heavier topics which like you probably do want your cast or your your characters to be a little bit older right so like they're dating they're driving they're starting jobs they're like those types of issues they can't they can't i mean they can do them when they're younger but it's easier to do them if they're like ninth tenth eleventh grade versus like seventh eighth grade yeah yeah i i agree so i think that i think we just have to like accept that this is like the Stacy issue. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. And like a couple of other like known continu- continuity issues. But um we'll track it and we'll like we'll it, it is bothersome. And I going into the second, like the next season, I like mm-hmm. remembered that the ages like kind of got weird at some point. Yeah. So we'll we'll Yeah, we'll, we'll see what, how it goes when we'll we get see. there. But thank you so much, Nathan. And if anybody else wants to email us um, and make my day, uh, shit90spod <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah, we love getting emails. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I, I love emails. Um, but I hate when people have 10,000 emails on their phone. It literally makes Ooh. me want to rip my eyes out. The ones with the number where they have like the yep. number indicator. What's wrong with people that do that? I don't Just know. delete them. Um, I don't know. Or if you are too lazy to delete them, you can choose to like 
select all and mark as red. Yes. Yes. You don't have to, you don't have to live with that number of (laughs) 32,000. Like you don't have to. But those people just don't care. That's the problem. They don't care about the number because they're. My poor, my poor Virgo heart. I just can't. I know. I know. I'm not a Virgo. Why did I say that? I don't know, but I understand what you meant. Virgo rising. (laughs) Okay, let's get into the episode unless we have any other house. Oh, yeah, we do have more housekeeping. We have yeah. more feedback. Um, hello. So- yeah, we need to talk about the dinosaur t-shirt of it all. Okay, so last week we got into a fist fight. Um, yes, we did. We almost ended our friendship and close. Close over call. the dinosaur shirt. So <laughs> if you don't remember, Corey was wearing a really upsetting shirt um, of dinosaurs. Uh, We actually posted a clip of that discussion and the shirt on our Mm -hmm. social media. So you can find it on Instagram and Twitter. And Jessica felt like it was timeless. And I said that (laughs) you're ridiculous. So we have um, two commenters with opposing opinions. So... I don't think we found the tiebreaker, but um, no, but it's good to hear from the audience and pull the audience and see what they have mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. So our friend Jonathan says, I think they dinosaurs are pretty cool. Um, oh, no. He said, <laughs> well, duh. But he said, I think there's some pretty cool dinosaur shirts out there. And this is definitely not one that comes to mind. <laughs> Um, so that's that. And then our friend, uh, Soul Meets Lens, um, said to us in a different post, um, dinosaurs are timeless with a smiley face, which my response to that is, that's not the point. (laughs) See, this is exactly the point. Soul Meets Lens, I get you. I understand you. In my mm-hmm. opinion, any shirt that has a dinosaur is timeless because dinosaurs will always be awesome. That's, That's just- literally not what I was arguing about. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I can't get into this with you again because it's I just know. so ridiculous. I it's just, it's too time consuming. People love yeah. banter, but not that much. No, no, no. <laughs> They're like, please get off the dinosaurs. Please stop talking about Jurassic Park, Jessica. <laughs> You've only mentioned Jurassic Park or Sandlot in every single episode of shit 90s shows. To be fair, they're the from the 90s. So it, it's it's on brand at least. Okay. All right. <laughs> fine. Like, what am I supposed to do? Argue with you about it? Yeah, obviously. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, today we're talking about season one, episode 11, um, which is called The Father Slash Son Game, which, like, no puns this week, Boy Meets World. What's up? Yeah, it seems like they're kind of falling off the puns. I would like more puns. I love puns. They make me very, very happy. So, I would request more puns for before. Yeah, I hope that we're, this isn't starting a trend of, like, punless – maybe they just, like, ran out. You maybe didn't, they're, like, eh. You didn't appreciate it when we had it. I know. And now maybe it's gone forever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we start off with Morgan eating like all these marshmallow bits from a cereal and being like, I've been up since six o'clock. And like, tell me you don't notice that she is kind of monotone and she screams all her lines. Yeah, I did notice that. I really Mm -hmm. did. So um, thank you. Um, So actually, you can buy the Lucky Charms marshmallows only. Yeah. So, um, so it's 
Morgan probably was the first person in line for that. <laughs> she heard that. Well, and the funny thing is, is these aren't even like they didn't get the they didn't get the um the Apple product placement, Coke product placement, Pepsi <laughs> no. product placement because these are not Lucky Charms. Like they Mm-mm. specifically named specific like marshmallow bits that were not like they used to have yeah. a song. Remember, it was like uh hearts, uh, hearts and what was it? Oh my gosh, Heart stars and horseshoes, clovers and Clovers balloons. and balloons. Lots of golden rainbows. Pops of gold and rainbows. Whatever, same thing. And me red balloons. Yeah. But it's not what they were eating, so. No. I don't, I didn't write down. I didn't, like, take note of what it was. Oh, I didn't but... either, but it wasn't Lucky Charms. No. I know that. So what Mm-mm. was your, like, when you were a kid Mm-mm. and you had to pick a cereal, like, what are mm-hmm. you picking? Hmm. When I was a kid, I think I was, like, I lived in worlds of like I liked fruity pebbles. Um I liked So like now in our household like Drew is a huge fan of Lucky Charms still and Cinnamon Toast okay. Crunch. So we actually have both in our household now. <laughs> um cuz we're six. Um <laughs> and but I think that I was like a fruity pebbles girl. I have like I kind of like the cinnamon life, and I don't know, like, I I like cinnamon cereals in general. I don't know, like, I don't know if that was a kid thing, but how hmm. about you? Um, I really liked Reese's Puffs and um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch I also really yeah. liked. Um, yeah, those we were probably my two that I really enjoyed the most. Yeah, I didn't get Reese's Puffs, but sometimes I would go over to my friend's house and they had the mm-hmm. Reese's Puffs. There's literally, like, no nutritional value whatsoever. It's, like, pure yeah. sugar. Yeah. But as an adult, I definitely lean more towards – Um, I like the Special K almond. Yeah, um, yeah. I like that, too. It's actually yeah. really good because it's it a little is. sweet. Yeah. It is sweet. I like the sweet stuff still, Um, but I don't have it super often. But, yeah, no, I, mm-hmm. I don't even know, like – I guess I would eat. I would eat like Lucky Charms if someone gave them to me, but I feel like I wouldn't it's want not it for good. It's, it's not good. It's not good. And there's like this weird, like, um, if you, it's there's this weird like shh, shh, shh sound when you <laughs> eat Lucky Charms, which like of the marshmallows. Yeah, and like they're like kind of chalky and weird. It rattles your teeth and your brain, and I hate hmm. the sound. So, like, even though we have it in our house, I wouldn't – I don't – the Lucky Charms. Okay. I can I can see that. That's strange. I hate I that. Ugh, I hate it. Yeah. Um, I don't like watching people eat cereal in general because it grosses me out. But. Yeah, it's a little crunchy, a little loud. Yeah. Um. So, Corey comes running downstairs declaring that he likes Fridays. Amy is – that was really high Uh, (laughs) amy is really sassy in this entire episode i know i loved it betsy randall was just like over it this episode Mm -hmm. and she was just like i'm just gonna be a bitch this whole she's like fuck these kids like i'm tired of dealing with them this is how i actually feel like last week i feel like she was having the time of her life on this show this week she's like the show like why am i in it like my um my agent really screwed me over. <laughs> she needed that pot of coffee she was pouring pouring yeah. herself in the beginning so, of the episode. So, like, he, she, Corey's like, I'm so excited to be home all weekend. She's just like, I hate Fridays because you'll be home all weekend. It's like, that's, yeah. not, that's not 
very Amy Matthews. Um, and then like Eric comes down the stairs and he has a weather update, which is W H E T H E R, not weather like the weather. Yeah, but doesn't he like eventually want to become a weatherman? Like that's definitely that's a plot line. what I was going to say. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is the first um, reference, and it's a bit of foreshadowing for Eric's dream of becoming a weatherman. Yeah. Um, which eventually he had an internship, and then um, he actually filled in for a weatherman, and that is in right. season four. And I actually realized while I was looking into Eric's aspirations of becoming a weatherman, I realized that we never covered what Eric does in the future. I was wondering that too. I couldn't remember if we had talked about it. So what does he end up doing? Okay. You're going to literally die. Oh no. He becomes um, the mayor of St. Uppidtown, New York. Do you know where that is? Is that a real place? It does not sound like a real place, but... It's a town that borders New York and Quebec, like upstate New York okay, and Quebec. Okay, like up upstate, yeah. And then eventually in Girl Meets World, he becomes a U.S. senator. How the fuck? And that then, makes no sense. I know. And then in 2016, I don't think this is... I think this was just like an online teaser YouTube video that they did around the election. But he runs for president against um, uh, against Hillary and Trump. And there's a YouTube video. What the fuck? I'll, I'll send it to you and then we'll tweet it out. Oh, my um, God. So, yeah, it's this whole, like, little spiel where he's, like, running for president. So I feel like that is so weird. Like, um, I don't feel like that fits his character. No, like I, I think Weatherman makes a lot of sense because he's getting like attention and he's like on television, but he's mm-hmm. not like an actor or anything. Like I think, I think Weatherman actually does fit, yeah, his personality. Um, I definitely would like to eventually figure out how he got there. Whether that, I mean, obviously they probably talk about it in Girl Meets Worlds, and mm-hmm. maybe it makes sense if we ever watch that or. You know, maybe we'll yeah. do a little bit of like eventually like a couple of episodes. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a weird one. But, you know, Eric's just being a man whore and he talks about like all these girls that he might get dates with this weekend. Cindy, yeah. Vicky, whoever. We don't care. It's not uh, Heather. I literally don't care because it's not Heather or mm-hmm. uh, Linda. Linda. Um, so. Corey realizes that like Morgan stole the marshmallows and she's like really, really cracked out. Yeah, what <laughs> makes sense? Because uh, she's been up since six in the morning. Um, don't know if you hear. So Alan comes downstairs and he grabs his like mitt from his like, uh, I was going to say that his football mitt. <laughs> his, uh, <laughs> his baseball mitt from the oven. Um, some I don't care. I, I yeah. don't want to get into the details. I literally no, cannot it doesn't, give a shit. It doesn't matter. Basically, okay. it's like warms up the glove, and that's when Eric and Corey realize that like the father son softball game is this weekend, and like neither one of them want to do it. Which like this doesn't make sense. To Thank me. you because Thank Corey you. is supposed to be 
a huge Phillies fan, right? He's supposed to be this giant Phillies fan and he wants to be a baseball player. That is what he wants to do. So if you want to be a baseball player, you actually have to play baseball. Once and he doesn't seem life. to want to play. And I it understand, like, no not sense. necessarily wanting to play with your father and stuff, but, like, it really doesn't track with me that he <laughs> – because all he talks yeah. about later on is, like, playing video games and doing nothing. And yeah. How does that make any sense? No, Corey, if you want to be a professional baseball player, then you actually have to play baseball. Yeah. I'm assuming. Like, you know, we're, we're not sports yeah. people, but I'm assuming that that's what you have to do. Yeah. So, so uh, that's really weird. And like really weird. neither one of them seem to want to do it. Um, Eric, I get he's probably done it for 10 years by now. Well, and he's, he's also like 15, 16. Like he wants to yeah. go on dates and stuff. It makes a little bit more sense, I yeah. think. Um, but yeah. But then – so then we end up in Feeney's class, right? And this is the part of the episode which I have like stuff to quibble with obviously. But also like I just don't think – a lot of times with these episodes, we found that it's like whatever is going on in Feeney's class is usually related to the larger moral of the story, which usually ties in Corey's friends or family. I don't think they the two really – I think it's very forced, this episode. Yeah. I don't think, I think it makes what, a lot of sense. Yeah, I think – exactly. I think what we have here is – a lot of writer boards or writer rooms have like a big wall of ideas. And I think that they're like, yes, we want to have like a debate between like, we want to to refuse to do the pledge of allegiance yeah. because she's a weirdo, blah, 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 blah. Which I mean, we, we can lightly get into this, but, mm-hmm. um, and we want to have like a father son game and like, Let's just like take these two sticky notes off the wall and yeah. just like combine the storyline for shits and giggles. Like, yeah, that's how I feel like this went down because I agree with you. I feel like it's not like I feel like it's a very forced connection, which they do try to tie it in at the very end. Just, but like, I so don't forced. buy into it. No, yeah. it's like two threads holding this thing together. And like essentially, <laughs> for those who didn't rewatch the episode, basically the whole class is standing and reciting the Pledge of Allegiance except for Topanga. And um, when they finish up, Corey's like, what the hell is going on? You know, and Mr. Feeney's asking her about it. And then basically it was all a setup. Um, Feeney told Topanga not to stand and recite the pledge because he knew that Corey would have something to say about it and they yeah. wanted to do a debate, which is protest versus pledge. Um, and so basically Topanga's like, oh, well, you know, she's defending the right to protest, saying that you shouldn't just do something because it's a tradition. She even says, like, you talk to a flag every day. You don't even know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And Corey's argument is like, well, it's super easy. You like you just stand up and you say it and it's tradition and it's what it's not worth protesting. It takes a few minutes to do it every day. And, you know, who cares? It's not a big deal. And like this. It's definitely different now, um, I would say. Like, in the 90s, things were – I mean, things were the same and things were different, right? Like, I would say this has gotten much more attention with, like, Colin Kaepernick kneeling during the national anthem at a football game protesting um, because of Black Lives Matter and on all of those other movements. And I would, like, argue that this – I I went in when I was in high school, I didn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Once I got to a certain grade, I don't remember what, just because I didn't like that it was one nation under God. I felt like that excluded people and I 
didn't necessarily believe in God and I didn't want to say those words when I didn't believe them. Mm-hmm. And I think that this show, it doesn't address those things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this was made before Colin Kaepernick and all of that. Um, but I think looking back on it, this episode does not age very well as a result. Hmm. Now, did you get in trouble for you literally you did not you were still sitting? Yeah. No, I sat they, through it. They never called you out on it. They never had nope. an issue with it. Really? No, because I don't think I, I didn't go to like I so for reference, anybody who doesn't know, I went to a public school. So I didn't go to like a Catholic school or anything like that where it was like mandatory. Um, no, I never got in trouble for it. I still don't think, I still personally don't think that those words should be in there. It wasn't, those words, one nation under God, weren't even in the Pledge of Allegiance in the beginning. They were added. They were added in 1954 Hmm. by Dwight D. Eisenhower. Um, and Hmm. the reason they were added is because of the fear of the threat of Soviet communism. So it doesn't make sense to leave that in there. (laughs) It. Yeah. It's basically you're saying that people who don't believe in God don't belong here. And I, I disagree with that. And I just think it's one of those things where I understand Corey's young, right? And to to me, Topanga should be protesting this. And I find it a little weird that they had to have Feeney like rope her into doing it. To me, the it, the plot is a lot better. Well, no, but like, yeah, at the end she says like, I actually decided that like, I right. agree with what I was arguing and. I would not like to recite it. Right. But I do think that it, the plot holds more weight if Topanga decides on her own that she doesn't mm-hmm. want to do it. Um, and yeah. maybe they didn't want to get into that yeah. heavy of material. But I think that's I think that's it. Also, you know, they're using Topanga's weirdness as a um a humor uh mm-hmm. like for humor. Like the butt of the joke kind the of thing. The butt of the joke. But it's interesting because like Topanga is obviously way ahead of her time and I think not only would she be a hit with the Gen Z crystal community but she (laughs) would also you know the things that she typically says and fights for I think is more 2020 than it was in 1993 like I don't find that much humor like I don't laugh at like Topanga being a weirdo or like her beaming in from space like whatever whatever um so I, I, I do see what you're saying. I think that it's probably what Topanga would believe without Feeney doing his long con Feeney-like right. method. Um, right. And I think it's like it's for the joke, right? Because Minkus is like, oh, he got you type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. But I think Topanga knowing at least this form of Topanga as she is right now, she she would protest saying something for just to say it just because it's tradition just because this is what yeah. we've always done um yeah. i just think this is a much larger heavier topic than mm-hmm. like the 90 the 90% of the rest of the episode which focuses on yeah. like kids not wanting to hang out with their father and go to a baseball yeah. game that's why i think that this is a half baked idea and i don't mm-hmm. know why i think that this is probably something that could have turned into a bigger topic of discussion yeah. within the episode, but maybe because of it being a kid's show or maybe because like, you know, uh, anti-nationalism or it's not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Being, like maybe that was a little too controversial for the, you yeah. know, TGIF 
lineup. Um, I just think it wasn't as it wasn't like correct me if I'm wrong. Like, obviously, I'm not the most informed person on American history. Um, I don't think it was as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Until more recently, I don't think people. Yeah, questioned no, it as I think much. that's. I. I mean, I certainly didn't like. I didn't. But it's weird. Like, I mean, I know I've heard from like other like friends from outside of America, like learning that we do this every morning. I think we still do it uh, every morning, and they're like, "Well, that sounds a little like um a little weird, like a little culty you know, sounding." Little, yeah, yeah. Like I, I've heard that other countries, like um. Like there's these two people, Joel and Leah, who are British, um, that I watch on YouTube, and they talk about American culture and like how it differs from UK's culture. Mm-hmm. And I've heard them talk about it, and they they are um, surprised to hear that you know schools across America implement this mm-hmm. into like the daily routine up until graduate like you still do it when you're in 12th grade it's like it is very strange Mm -hmm. um but so yeah um, i just don't think it i don't think it ties into the rest no i I agree with you i think it's a it's a half-baked plot line and i think that uh if they wanted to they could have um explored it deeper but uh we'll we'll move on for now unless there's anything else no that was add to it um so at the lunchroom uh, Corey and Sean are like talking about how important the weekend is for kids and they don't like having to do family obligations. Yeah. Um, you know, Minkus the deadbeat comes over and like is really hyped about uh, Mondays are only three days because I don't know. I mean, doesn't Minkus have like, I don't know, like chess club on weekends? Like, yeah. I also don't understand why Minkus is even leaving his lunch with Corey and Sean when he yeah. usually sits at the table that's like three feet from them. And like he's just asking for his burger <laughs> to be messed I know. with. Where are the apples located in this lunchroom? That's what I want to yeah. know. Doesn't make so Corey sense. outlines his Saturdays, which consists of waking up and watching X-Men. Um Next stop is the comic book store, uh, <laughs> hangs out with Sean, then he eats pizza for dinner, um, and then plays four hours of video games before he falls asleep. And I would just like to say that is literally my fiance's Saturday routine. <laughs> and he's 32. Uh, but it's actually like the same exact routine, like to the T, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> he doesn't uh, have softball games with his dad on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> no, they ran away from us because they were done with us <laughs> across the country. Um, so, yeah, like, while Corey's complaining about the father-son game, like, Sean is, like, really, like, fucking up, like, I guess his burger. He pours, like, half a salt shaker on it, and then he, like, what looks to be, like, yogurt? I think it's pudding. Oh, was it tapioca? Ugh, can't like vanilla pudding. pudding. Yeah, it was nasty looking. Anyway, he scoops that all on it, and then Minkus, being Minkus, he knows that his burger has been tainted, and he like fake tricks the guys by saying, "Oh my gosh, is that Shaquille O'Neal?" They look, and he like <laughs> pretends to switch. It's like the um, it's like Princess Bride, like right <laughs> with the po- poison. Sure. 
and he like pretends to switch them and so then yeah. they're like oh my gosh is that um Stephen Hawking so Minkus <laughs> turns around Sean switches the burgers yeah. and Sean gets the disgusting burger yeah he gets like the salt burger so Ugh. yeah Minkus is way smarter so that was a cute bit blah 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 um later on uh alan is practicing catch in the backyard Mm -hmm. and eric and Corey are watching him in despair because they just don't want to go to the softball game and then they like try to rope amy into it and she is literally like she just like does not give a fuck yeah so i was gonna ask you because like if this is my mom like nothing like this ever happened to me but like if this is my mom i don't think she has the same reaction as amy like my mom has like mastered the art of the mom guilt like she's very good at it and so Mm -hmm. i just feel like if this is my mom she's like how often does your father ask you to do things for him like he does a lot for you like you know on and on and on i think that she normally does amy normally does but for whatever reason, like, she just does not give a shit this episode. She's, like, no. she's really, like, peace out. Like, I just don't feel like being a mom today. Like, you guys, like, do your do. I'm going to go to the bank. Like, Morgan, I don't want you to come with me. I like, know. She wants, like, two <laughs> seconds of fucking peace away from these god-awful children. Yeah, I think, like, Amy's, like, why the hell did I have three kids? Like, I <laughs> I could have, like, went to Paris. I could have, like, met, like, a French boyfriend. Like, I could have had, like, baguettes um, and, like, champagne every morning. And yeah. she's like, why the hell did I, like, go um, marry a grocer in Philadelphia and have three children? And why am I here? Like, she's like, I'm just going to go to the bank and get away from the kids. You know what? If 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 Amy is in 2020, she's like, I'm going to put a podcast on on my AirPods and yeah. go to the bank, run my errands, get these children out of my hair. But no cracked up Morgan on her fucking sugar cereal. It's <laughs> just like, mommy, I'm going with you. Like, Jesus, yeah. hand her off to one of the other kids. Alan's right in the backyard. Have her go play fucking daddy no. daughter well, softball. I mean, she tried. She was like, play like, you know, you should just play yeah. with your toy and morgan was like no like amy is like i don't know what happened like who hurt amy this episode but she like (laughs) does not give a shit about anything she's done so um Corey and eric are discussing how uh they can get out of this and Mm -hmm. they're like throwing a football uh not a softball i like what's the ball budget in this show the belt of the balls are counting like there are unlimited amount of balls oh also I probably should bring up like that last episode we discussed that the basketball cost $150. Now Mm -hmm. Will corrected me and I did look it up after and he was right. I hate saying that, but he was right. That was because that was like a ball that's been used in a game, like in an NBA game. That's why that one is 150. So like if you were to look up like a really yeah, because that I looked it up after that ball had been put, like used in an NBA game. An NBA like genuine one that wasn't used in a game is probably like thirty to fifty bucks. No, but leather. That's what I, I said. Know. No, I relooked it up. He was right, but regardless, I don't know. They have balls everywhere. It's fucking ball city. Maybe it was an actual NBA played ball. 
Who knows? He didn't say that it was like played in the NBA, but he said an NBA NBA certified genuine leather basketball. But I think they're called like game balls. If they they're called something else, I don't mm. know. It's okay, stupid. Well, who, who cares? cares? Like who cares? I don't care. I don't care about I basketball. I, I don't, don't care about football. I don't care about baseball. You know, know what I care about? The love story of. Sh- uh, Topanga. Sean and Corey. <laughs> um, Topanga and Corey. And I, I, I don't care. I don't I know. Care. I know. I can't wait till we get out of sports-centered Boy Meets World. But regardless. I don't Eric- <laughs> want to look at another ball. Ever. They're trying to figure out, like, how to get out of this. And Eric decides, like, oh, well, only one of us has to go. So then they're trying to, like, blackmail each other. Yeah. And and basically, um, what is what is Corey's? So is Corey's Corey blackmail? was um, – Corey broke Alan's golf driver hitting oh, rocks right. in the backyard. Yeah, and Eric's been taking their car out for, like, test drives without, like, a permit or a license, which, like, that is way worse. (laughs) Well, he said that he was just going around the block. But still, he's not a licensed driver. Like, you can get in legal trouble for that. That's true. So, yeah, they both have dirt on each other like real siblings do. Um, So they decide that they're going to just, like, come (laughs) up with an excuse and whoever's excuse works, they get out of it. But they're both horrible about this. Horrible excuses. They just run downstairs and they're just, like, screaming things out. And, of course, poor Alan is sitting there, like, getting his glove ready. And he could tell (laughs) neither one of them wants to do this with him. Yeah, it's very sad. So... Eric's excuse is that he has a big study date for uh, with one of the girls. Some girl. That's been planned since, he said, 1942. Mm. And Corey's questioning him and, like, he has excuses um, that, like, it's, you know, even though they're in different classes, it's the identical project, due on the same day, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, Corey's, like... Um, you know, you can just go on Sunday to the library and Eric's like the library is closed on Sundays and Corey's like they changed the hours, blah, 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 blah. Corey's excuse is even fucking worse. Like, obviously, okay, this is so stupid. (laughs) It was the dumbest. He says his left leg has to be tested for radon tomorrow. And it's like, okay. Where does that even, how does that even, like, how does he even think of this? I don't know. And obviously with Alan being his father, like if anything had, if any medical tests had to be done, like Alan would know. And why (laughs) does Corey think that is not something like that he thought of? So Alan like is catching the drift that like everybody hates him. And he says like, oh, he got a phone call and the game was canceled. And then they're like, oh, phew, like so relieved. Yeah. Oh, I felt so bad for Alan here. Like, oh, yeah, it's just like really sad. He was looking really zaddy and mm-hmm. like he doesn't get the props that he deserves. Poor Alan. I know. Yeah. So Corey goes to school and he finds out in lunch because Topanga comes up to him. He finds out that the game wasn't canceled because mm-hmm. Topanga's dad owns the bookstore, of course, because it's like the unicorn granola bookstore yeah, or whatever. Rainbow unicorn bookstore Bookstore. so apparently they got a beat down by the bookstore because like alan and you know Corey and or eric weren't there 
And so then Corey realizes that, like, his dad made up that excuse because, like, he knew that the kids didn't want to play. Yeah, he, he feels, realizes, like, really bad. Yeah, he realizes that he messed up. Yeah, you done um, fucked up, Corey. You done fucked up just like you do every episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so back at home, like, Corey and Eric drag Amy to their room. Mm-hmm. Amy's, like, does not want to be there again. This bitch is over it. Yeah, and she's just, like, they, like, ask her to, like, get him off the hook, and she's just, like, um, like, you know, you're on your own, like. Yeah, you know. well, she's, not only that, but she's, like, oh, he'll get over it, and so will you, and it's, like, what the fuck, Amy? <laughs> motherly advice (laughs) amy's like yeah like alan's a big boy and he'll get over it and you know if he's over it you will get over it too it's like okay yeah she's like just like i'm fucking over it okay (laughs) tired of you children coming to me for fucking advice constantly figure out your own lives literally that was it and she's just like okay like i wipe my hands clean of it i'm leaving and like honestly like how could she get them out of it to be honest like there's nothing that can be done i think the only thing she would be doing is like helping them organize something similar to what they did you know Uh uh-huh yeah so they still like feel like shit um (laughs) and i don't know they're just being so dramatic and they They really are so um and so lenny comes back leonard spinelli who is the manager he did make the game, and while he was at the game, he, like, physically got hurt. He, like, threw the ball from center field to home and apparently, like, sprained his arm so or his elbow. So badly he had to go into an ambulance, which to an is ambulance. ridiculous. Why couldn't, yeah, why, why couldn't, him. yeah, why couldn't anybody drive him? Like, last time I, like, I, like, so, like, ambulance rides are expensive. Like, don't, yeah. don't waste it on... A, a hurt elbow yeah um so um so <laughs> lenny comes he does his whole like mr mr matthews i'm yeah i'm leonard spinelli i'm your dad's assistant manager at the store and they're like we know who you are lenny yep same old bit same old lenny he brings like a box of groceries that Corey and eric request um from him and uh, they want to do, like, a special dinner for Alan to make it up to him. Yeah, they want to do, like, a barbecue. And then Lenny guilts, like, guilts them uh, to give him an invitation because he brings, like, pimento loaf or something. Ew. And, uh, yeah, I've never had pimento loaf. Um, I didn't like the look of it. It looked like no. bologna. <laughs> it did look weird. Um, So they're throwing a barbecue for him and... They're like, oh, he doesn't seem like he's having a good time. And Corey actually cuts, takes a head of lettuce and like chops it into four pieces <laughs> and is like, the salad's ready. <laughs> yeah, that's which and they're, I've had a salad at a fancy ass restaurant. Yeah. Literally, it was they called it like a wedge salad. It yeah. looked like a hunk of iceberg lettuce. Yeah. This is like a fancy ass restaurant where like there was like valet parking. Like yeah, that I mean that's a thing. It's typically it's a wedge bullshit. salad is usually like uh blue cheese dressing and bacon bits and like But it was yeah, all like, like a thing. It's yeah, like when people order like yeah. a deconstructed something or other. Like no, fucking construct it. That's what I'm paying you for. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it's like pretty like it's not a fancy place. Like you can get it at like Charlie Brown's. It's not like fancy. What the fuck is Charlie Brown's? <laughs> it's a restaurant. <laughs> 
Like, uh, <laughs> you don't know about guy? Charlie Brown's? Is yeah. the whole Peanuts gang there? No. Mm, okay. okay. No. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to say. Lenny is having the time of his life. He's mm. literally high. He's on painkillers. Oh, He's yeah. He's like really saying some outlandish things, and it's Lenny. So it's I mean- concerning that he drove there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, especially with the one arm plus the painkillers. Mm-hmm. He probably had the groceries on his lap while he was driving. <laughs> Slightly concerning, Lenny. Yeah, there's no Uber back then, so. No, no. He um, said he had to go turn his car off, remember, when they invited oh, him? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we know he drove. Lenny, it's irresponsible. Yeah, so Lenny, like, gets, like, he really spirals. He, like, t- talks about how he wishes his family would be happy like them and then, like, goes into this whole like thing about like how his wife is going to divorce him uh, and his kids are going to resent him. And I don't know. I think Lenny needs some therapy. Lenny's he having does need therapy. He's, he's, he has issues. So Eric and Corey know it's not going well. So, you know, they, they get, uh, they become sad sacks again. And they're like, you yeah. know, why did we think this was going to work? Like, it's just dinner. He makes dinner for us every day. Um, this is not good enough. He's not having a good time. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they're like, they they're like, we need to find a better way to to make this up to him. Yeah. So and they're like, yeah. They're like, why didn't we just like go to the game? And then this is the fucking tie-in that like the writers <sighs> do. I pledged to I should have pledged to the allegiance to the game, but uh and I don't know. And like, but I like swung and I don't know. It some, doesn't make any nonsense. sense. And he no, ends this up back. It's terrible. It's fucking stupid. He ends up back in class and he's like, I have a better argument for like why you should say the pledge. And basically yeah. he's like, if you care about something like a country or a father, you should show your allegiance, which is defined as loyalty or devotion and respect their traditions. Like, and to that I say, fuck off like <laughs> no okay sure jan whatever like whatever whatever Corey and the writers have to do to make this smash together storyline work yeah oh and topanga decides that she doesn't she wants to protest by also not wearing shoes so go off sis that. whatever yeah. oh one time when I was in elementary Oh, there's a story school. accompanying this. <laughs> uh, yeah, one time I was in elementary school. Um, I think my shoes were hurting, so I took them off, and the teacher threatened to call the principal on me. What? Yeah, that was a true story. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, oh yeah. So, I, yeah. So, that was that. Um, yeah. Back at home, Alan is picking up around the house, and the boys come downstairs, and it's like, after hours, they're in their pajamas. After hours. <laughs> after hours. And they say that they have something on their mind and it's dragging them down. And Alan's like, guys, guys, it's fine. Like, you made me a barbecue. Like, we're even. And then, like, they do this, like, weird thing where they, like, victim blame Alan. Yeah, they're basically like, it's your fault for not making us do it because that's your job as the dad to make us do things <laughs> we don't want to do. Like, Okay, all right. So they've been in their bedroom since, like, probably dinner ended at, like, 6.30 to whenever time this is, maybe 10 o'clock, and this is the best shit that they can come up with. This is ridiculous. And basically (laughs) then they also shame him for holding Morgan's baby doll, which he was picking up around the house. Yeah, he was just cleaning, like a respectable guy. Yeah, and then Um, they're like, okay, well, we're going to have a rematch against the hippie bookstore. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
they like are so rude. They call um Topanga's family sandal wearing, crystal packing, brown rice eating veg heads. <laughs> That's what I would call like anybody who was born after like 2000. <laughs> that's just who they are that's just who they are like yeah th- that's what i would call like anybody who like lives in california and is like yeah vegan. Like, how many crystals just... do you have in your I house any crystals um i have crystals. i don't have any i just have never like <laughs> i mean they're pretty they're pretty like, that's like that's that's the only thing i could see about yeah. them like i'm not for anybody curious, I'm not vegan or vegetarian. And I mean, respect if you if that's your choice, that's your choice. Like I totally get it. Um, but no, I um actually I do prefer white rice to brown rice as well. Uh, okay, so let me break this down. I'm not like a huge sandal advocate because I don't think I have cute toenails, but <laughs> I do have crystals. I do prefer brown rice over white rice sometimes, and I was a vegetarian for 10 years. So yeah, maybe this crazy. is me. That is you. You're maybe like grown me. up Topanga. I don't think so. No. So yeah, they're like basically like, let's do a rematch. And um, sure. He, Alan says it's okay. I guess he's yeah. like really roped into this. Yeah. And in the post show, like uh, a post tag, what is it? The end credits, end credits. Um, it's like after the game and like Alan's all beat up and the, the boys are like, oh, we're going to do this again next weekend. And Alan looks like regrets, like he regrets all of it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're rematching best two out of three and Alan just wants to wait till next year, but I don't know. So, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that this episode was a dud, but obviously we're not happy. No, I think it's the worst of the bunch that we've watched. (laughs) The very worst. I think it's. Really? I mean, if it's not the worst, it's close. I it's don't close. think the moral of the story doesn't make sense. I didn't. What like, did we learn? We learned like nothing. Nothing. Like maybe <laughs> do things with your parents when they ask. Like I, yeah. I, I don't know what we learned, and like that's saying something. Like usually, Boy Meets World has such strong messaging. I just feel like it was missing. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really. <laughs> Amy was like phoning it in all episode. <laughs> I was think funny. Like, I know, I know. I think that was the best part. Just Amy just like not caring about being yeah. a mother or an actress. Yeah, she's um, like, I don't give a fuck about these kids right now. Where's my coffee? <laughs> um, I think like coming from a high uh from last weekend, uh last yeah. weekend, last week, um, with the Christmas episode, which we loved, which was like yeah. one of our favorites. Like, yeah, like this is um Okay, would you consider this? I just learned the term bottle episode, like the real meaning. Would you consider this like a bottle episode because it's low profile, low plot? No, just because bottle episodes usually are on like, well, usually they're all on one like set. But they um, only have two sets in this show. They have this. No, they have three. They have the well, school, then every episode the classroom. Oh, they have the classroom, the cafeteria. And the backyard and the living room and the yeah. kitchen. That's the only sets in the bedroom. Okay, so yeah. it's a lot of sets, but these are the sets in the show. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, I don't know. I just, like, it's it's not my favorite episode. Like, I just don't think that the moral of the story is there. I'm excited to yeah. see, like, future episodes more so than, than this one. It just didn't hit anything. And I disagree with the message. It's not even, it's not even just that the, there wasn't a strong moral of the story. It's that whatever messaging there was, I strongly disagree with. So 
I don't think that helps. And maybe it's just a product of like, well, we're in 2020 and not every single message is going to still be viewed the same way now as it was then. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but, you know, like, let's like not like leave it with a, a, a downer, you know, like let's like <laughs> there's more episodes to come. I'm sure mm-hmm. they're going to be great. We have our fashion awards, which we're going to uh, talk about now. So, yes. like, fashion hour. Like, <laughs> fashion hour. No dinosaur teas in this episode, unfortunately. No, no, no. So, the Rachel Green Award for uh, Best 90s Outfit. Um, the first outfit I'm going to talk about is Corey's, like, first outfit. Okay. Um, it's a yellow sweatshirt, hoodie sweatshirt mm-hmm. is the bottom layer. Next up is this weird, like, neon, like, cartoonish t-shirt. There's this guy with, like, hot pink shorts and a pink and blue mansion behind him. I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is a band tee. I don't know if this is, like, Gucci. Like, I have no clue what this shirt is, but it's truly bamboozling, and he's wearing it for half the episode. I remembered, okay, so this is not the sweatshirt he's wearing where, like, the sleeves are two different colors and then the the front Mm -hmm. is a different. Okay, I'm pulling up the episode so I can see. You said it's in the beginning? It's, like, yeah, the first half. It's just such a weird shirt. Then he's wearing a purple vest and he's wearing some mid-wash jeans. Oh, I see it. What is that shirt? Like, what is it? Who are you? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense and it's pretty It's, like, some dude with, like, pink shorts and a mansion behind I don't know who what this is. Yeah, um, I don't know. Peculiar, right? It's a weird graphic tee. Yeah, really strange. Okay, and then multiple layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always um, layers. We have a new Topanga doily dress next on the docket. So she Topanga had like a big wardrobe this episode. She had three different outfits, but this Look is her. her second outfit. It's a blue doily dress. She's wearing a very, very, very thick black choker. That takes up half her neck with like a giant silver embellishment, like right stuck in the middle of her neck. Not it doesn't look comfortable and black leggings. And she this was in the scene um in the lunchroom Mm -hmm. where she's talking about um Corey being like a no show at the game. Um and her crimped hair, which is beautiful. Always half up, half down. Yeah. Um, and then my last offering is Sean's first school outfit. Okay, so it's okay, this is weird. So he's wearing a chain necklace with some sort of like weird gold bead that doesn't it hangs above the chain, not below the chain, which is very strange. Then it's this weird blue and green like long sleeve shirt. With like there, it's bubbles or like lava or like sh- it shapes or maybe it's like giraffe print, like huge <laughs> bubble sleeves. It's the weirdest shirt in the world. Then he, over mm. it, he has an ugly gray striped jersey, like a sports jersey from like an unidentified sports team. I don't know what it is. Something. Yeah. Then light wash jeans. And then he has these giant clunkers on his feet, and they're like red and white thick Nike sneakers. Um, I feel like Sean always has a weird print. Like he always yeah. is in these weird prints, and oh, Corey is always in like, 
Yeah, Corey's usually in like primary colors and like yeah. large blocks of color. It's very yeah. weird. Color blocking, yeah. Hmm. So like if you want to look at Sean's outfit, the best image I got mm-hmm. of it is at six minutes and four seconds. It's like okay. the perfect, the perfect timestamp for that. Okay. Oh yeah, I see it. Oh. Oof. Oof. Huh. Some ugly ones this week. Yeah, I feel like I have to give it to Corey just because this graphic print, like, it just reads very 90s to me. Yeah, it's very and neon. it's so weird. It's bizarre. Yeah, I'll give it to Corey. Congratulations, Corey, for Good having job. some ugly clothes. <laughs> biggest star, worst wardrobe. Yeah. Um, next up for our Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness. I mean, it was a rough episode for Timeless outfits so i'm going to like make it like this is once again like um hipper and like this person in 2020 goes to buffalo exchange and Mm -hmm. other goodwill and other thrift stores and is trendy so the first outfit is amy's outfit when she's heading to the bank it's a red button down shirt that's tucked in to her vertical striped max skirt she has a black belt um and she's wearing these chunky cute like black heeled booties okay um i hate this skirt oh okay you're a maxi (laughs) but you're the maxi skirt enthusiast i am but i would never with this one i just it's the pattern to me it's like the stripes are weird and like there's too much it's like it's a lot going on and i'm not a huge fan of like the blouse either all right so trash i feel like if she paired the this maxi skirt with like a plain white shirt or something Mm -hmm. it would be okay but it's just too much maybe like a white like tank top that's That's what i was thinking like tucked in all right i can see that yeah um and then I'm going to do another Amy outfit, and this is when she's being really sassy in Eric and Corey's bedroom, <laughs> and she's wearing, like, a, like, tealish, like, light, sea foamy, like, mm-hmm. long sleeve shirt, a plaid overshirt, some black pants, and a messy bun. Yeah, I do like this look. I, I can see this being timeless, so that's a okay. – I like that pick. Yep. All right. And I only have two this week because it's kind of okay. like – it's kind of like a dud of a week for fashion. I mean – It was – it was a dud of a dud of an episode. I don't want to be a downer, guys. Like this is like supposed to be a good week, <laughs> but like we're not gonna get gems of episodes every week. Like no, we're not gonna get um Hitman Elf every single week. It's true, just true. But yeah, I would what say it is. it's it's one of those weeks where it's like the messaging wasn't there, the fashion was okay, but like not a always not like the best. But we have next week. Um. We like we'll we'll be I don't even know what the next week's episode well besides it's season one episode twelve I don't know like what the plot is but I'm sure it'll be have a better messaging than this one and you know what we had fun making fun of Amy not giving a fuck so yeah yeah <laughs> so um I I think that's all I have like I don't um we're gonna start posting um like question and feedback threads prior to the episodes so that mm-hmm. if you're following along with us, then you can send in some things that you want to talk about um, with the current episode. If you don't know, we've caught up with ourselves. So we're no longer like in the future. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're just like one of the gals. Like we're like, 
where you are, we are too. Yes. Um. So yeah, we're recording. We record on Monday. Generally speaking, we record on Mondays and we release on Thursdays. So yeah. So you can send in feedback up to like Monday evening, six fifteen. Yeah. Cap it <laughs> uh, at uh, Monday. But that's it. If you do six sixteen, <laughs> we're throwing your question out. Fuck you. Not reading it. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Um. No. But so basically. You can find us um, and tweet at us and find those posts and Instagram those posts or whatever at shit90spod. And you can Gmail us at shit90spod at gmail.com. Please, please, please follow us, subscribe, like, comment down below, um, rate us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, Think about us before you're going to bed. (laughs) Um, Not in a creepy way, though. Just a nice way. (laughs) Write us letters and send it via USPS. Yes. Um, Oh, and um, we have so exciting stuff coming up because I'm trying to think. So when this comes out, it'll be Thursday. The following week, we're going to be recording a bonus podcast, which we'll tweet about as well to get some questions. But um, we're going to have some fun Thanksgiving content. So we are going to go back and watch all 10 episodes or all 10 Thanksgiving episodes of the show Friends. I understand not all of those episodes occurred in the 90s. But you know what? We're breaking our own rules because Friends (laughs) started in the 90s. And we thought it would be fun to kind of go in rank those 10 episodes it's not going to be we're not going to do like in-depth recaps of those Mm -hmm. um we're just going to rank them chat about them chat about friends in general so if you have any feedback on that specifically um you can always send us in questions feedback shit 90s pod at um gmail and instagram and twitter as well yeah yeah we're excited about that i'm very excited I, i watched the first two today so I'm like I'm getting pumped. Friends is like my show, man. Is is it a surprise that she is like ahead of the game? And I'm like, yeah, like I'll, I'll get to it. Like I'll watch my episodes real soon. Well, like, I just knew it's like it's ten episodes. I mean, they're only like twenty two minutes a piece, but still, it's ten episodes. I so know. I thought- but the issue is, is that you got me into Community, and now I'm like <laughs> watching Community. I don't see how that's an issue for anybody. No, the the issue is it's like I'm watching Community for – as a favor, really, for you and your podcast. Of course. course. um, That you cheat on me with. But (laughs) – and instead doing my work. So – yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a great show. So yeah. it's just one of the many. We can't podcast about it. One, because it's not 90s. And two, because Cause you already I'm are. already podcasting about it. <laughs> if you're curious about that oh and you don't already God. know, it's post-show recaps. You can go and check it out if you want to give it a listen. Yeah. I um, have no other podcast that I can plug. But uh, <laughs> you can uh, find me on the Twitter if you would like and congratulate yes. me. I was going to say, congratulate Sarah. Take a look at her ring. It's beautiful. At Sarah Ferguson, Twitter, Instagram. I didn't put it on Twitter. Oh, is it only on it? Well, then they'll have to go to Instagram. Is it at Sarah Ferguson at Instagram as well? Yeah, it is. Okay. So you can find yeah. her there. You can find a photo. Or it's uh, we put it on our story for Shit 90s Pod as yeah. well. So yeah. Um, and then I'm at the Jess Sterling on Twitter. I think I'm at the Jess Sterling 12 on Instagram. I don't really know. You could find me if you want to. 
Um, yeah, you'll find her. You'll find me. Yeah. But uh, I think that's all we have for this week. So please join us next week for season one, episode 12 of Boy Meets World, and then our bonus content of the Friends Thanksgiving episodes. That should be out in about two weeks. I think it's two weeks from today we're going to release that. So, um, And I think that's all we got. So have a good one, everybody. Bye. Bye.